WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, the last president of the United States of America. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. Battle of New Orleans Radio with your hosts, Nathan Lawrence, Caleb Hitt, and Goyen on 990 WGSL. All right, we are here at Battle of New Orleans Radio, um, and I also have a very special guest in the studio. This is Goyan, by the way. Uh, Nathan Lawrence is not here. He's in Texas right now uh, doing some out-of-state work. Um, he might be calling in a little bit later, but we have uh, Phil the Patriot in the studio. Go ahead, Phil. Say hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm very distressed that the Battle of New Orleans Radio is going to be going off the air. I wish there was some kind of way we could stop this from happening, because I can tell you, if uh, these people succeed in taking off the Battle of New Orleans Radio. It would be just like the Liberty Monument. Then they go on after the, the uh, Iron Liberty Radio, which is on Monday nights with, with the Colonel Manners. Then they go on after William Wallace's show, the Town Hall. Then they can go after a Kathleen Benefield's show, the current word. They are out to destroy all freedom of speech. Then they're going to go after the Truth Underground and Common Sense. <clears throat> Brothers and sisters, if there's any way you can support our sponsors, please do now. Because if they can stop freedom of speech... Then they're coming after your guns. The First Amendment is first, and then they're coming after the Second Amendment. And once you can't defend yourself with guns and they disarm all the police and bring in the communists from overseas, you won't have no freedom at all. Well, Phil, let me say something here. To our listeners, you know, we haven't really said this on the air clearly yet. Um, you know, me and Nathan have been talking for a little bit of while for different variables that we have not brought up on the air. You know, we are um, basically going to be moving our show to an Internet podcast scenario we're going to be keeping our listeners posted uh, in the next episode of how they can keep following us. But our time at WGSO is over. Uh, you know, we had a great run here. Um, you know, we've been dealing with different entities, you know, pressures and threats and uh, emails about the content of our show, um, you know, to the point where, you know, we have the choice of if we want to shut it down and, and and satisfy uh, the demands of these people, which we really don't want to do because, you know, we're resistors to begin with. You know, we, we want to stand up for what's right, and we feel like we've uh, we've done nothing wrong from that standpoint. We know that some of our content seen is extreme in the eyes of the mainstream media. Um, but, again, you know, our situation is, you know, we've dealt with threats. I've dealt with threats uh, on my vehicle. A note was left on my vehicle threatening myself and my family. Outside the studio, Nathan's been threatened. Uh, we've gotten emails about the content. They're trying to document us, dox us. They're trying to do what they did at the monuments to that guy, Nicholas Dean Andrews. You know, the guy who was the uh, principal. Phil, you might have heard that story. The yeah, he pr- was set up. He was set up. That was up. a psychop set up. And we had him on the show. And listen, if you, the thing is, if you stand up for the monuments or you stand up for freedom or you stand up for these things that we stand up for, or you start talking about the topics that we talk about, you're the problem. They start uh, decreasing your feed on the air. They start decreasing your YouTube hits on YouTube. We do a YouTube channel. 
people can't see them because our content is just too is too raw for people the mainstream media to allow people to know. So I mean, you know, Nathan's been doing the show for a while. I was just a listener who called in, became friends with Nathan, started coming into the studio, helping him pay bills. But when you combine the bills we have to keep the show going, but you know, for two hours a week, uh, you know, we've tried for <laughs> the last two years to try to find a third member who'd be willing to pay. You know, Phil, Richie, Richie donates money. Phil, you know, helps us. He's helped us come in the studio when we're shorthanded, like tonight. Um, you know, and keep piece things together. Gary King's helped us. Uh, you know, I mean, Danny Hamilton, Christopher Lane Dennis, uh, Machiavelli, all these people helped. The sports guru even, Payday Monsanto. We appreciate all of it. A lot of it didn't work out, you know. Uh, people didn't want to pay. People who weren't who we thought they were. You know, they were different types of people. You know, we, we were, me and Nathan were grasping at straws trying to find people who would fit. They had similar like-mindedness, but then they wouldn't have a job, you know? They didn't have a job to help pay for the show, you know, which is a problem because we have 800 bucks a month to pay for this show. So, I mean, between the $800 a month, between the threats, um, you know, we want to stay ahead of the curve. We want to keep our um, format and our platform alive. So, you know, we're going to be announcing on Jeff Carrera's show in the next couple weeks uh, what our next platform is going to be. We're going to be announcing next week as well. For the listeners, you could also follow us at Battle of New Orleans Facebook page, Battle of New Orleans Radio Show Facebook page. We also have a, a Battle of NOLA uh, YouTube uh, channel you could subscribe to. And these are ways to keep abreast of what we're doing. If you're, uh, you know, but for the, the listeners who listen to the old analog, you know, the old uh, radio set, set up, you know, it, and they don't use the internet, they don't do bot podcasts or download stuff and download streams. I mean, you know, that might be some of our listeners. It might be like Joseph, or I don't know. I might be wrong about that. But for those people, it's going to be hard to get a hold of us from here on out after next week's show. So I don't know how the feed is going right now, because when we were driving over here, the feed for WGSO wasn't all that strong. Um, but, again, we want to thank all those people. Gary King's going to call in later. Nathan's going to try to call in later. He's in Texas, like I said earlier. And, and again, special thanks to all those people. And, and, and a special thanks to Dr. Marksbury. I wrote that down. I wanted to say that at the beginning of the show. This guy right here, and we're going to try to get him on in the second hour maybe because we're trying to piece this show together. You know, I have work. Nathan's busy. Phil's busy. To keep this show going, you know, it takes a lot of time and energy, a lot of time away from our families, a lot of time we could be doing other things. And uh, sometimes we just piece the show as we go, and that's what tonight's like. So if you guys want to call in, 504-556-9696. As a matter of fact, we got Gary King on the line right now. Gary, go ahead, man. You're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Go ahead. Hey, what's uh, up, man? Hope Nathan can hear us. Can you uh, hear us? I can definitely hear you guys, but I'm on my phone at the moment. I listen on the internet. Let you us know. know. But, um, you peep out there. Let us know if yeah, you're Gar- coming through. Yeah, Gary, after you get off, check the uh, old school radio and see how our feed oh, yeah. is. Text okay, me. I got one. I got the old dial thing. I'll <laughs> dial y'all in and make sure. Okay, but, Gary, um, go ahead, man. Well, what you got? What I do want to say is, uh, all right, I, I realize it's a lot of money you guys put up, and just um, it's just commendable as it can possibly be. But let's go ahead and give WGSO the kudos that they really deserve because you guys know that we can't get in um, on the call-in line at other stations where I'm being cut off almost immediately. You're right about so, that. Um, WGSO has allowed us to um, bring a lot of things forward. Um, I realize that you guys have been really 
you know, putting your money where your mouth is and um, going, you know, having to put up with your families and stuff, not, not, not really following exactly what you're trying to do. So I, I really admire you guys. Now, I hope to be uh, involved with you fellas as far as getting some of these uh, shows out, MP3s. I've got a couple of networks myself that's on, on the air. So um, I think there's some, there is a future. Y'all just hang tight. And, um, you know, I, I'm a little sad, but uh, I, I just think that you guys are going to reach just as many people, if not more, and it's not going to cost you, um, you know, what is it, uh, 10000 a year? Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, about, about, month, yeah, about eight yeah. months. Yeah, it's almost 10000 a year. You're right. Right. Out of your pocket. Now, think about that when you're a carpenter and you yep. do houses. That's a lot of work. So you can try to get the message out. And, and no one really stepped up. You know, a few people did. But um, for the most part, you know, it's been a thankless job other than, you know, I mean, I know you guys are known all around the country and it's <laughs> Internet presence around the country. So, oh, yeah, the Fetzer and, uh, and all the... the James Perloff and all the guests you've had, I mean, they really admire you guys, but also they haven't been stepping up, you know, when they passed the hat either. So yeah, yeah Gary, what we have. Gary makes a good point. And to the listeners, you know, we have bills every month, just like everybody else with everything else. For you to come on, you can come to WGSO and apply for, to have a radio show. You can do one if you pay the bills. You can say certain things. I mean, I do appreciate, like Gary said, I appreciate WGSO for allowing us to say the things we said. I understand you know, some of the backlash. I don't think that they're co-opted. I don't think they're a part of this. I don't think they've been infiltrated directly or anything like that, you know, but I think we've been targeted. I mean, the targeting started, Gary, really with the monuments, and we're going to get to that later in the show, you know, with the, um, you know, when the monument situation happened and you had the pro-monument faction out there, Phil was out there every night, and they had a lot of infiltrators who were posing as pro-monument factions who became befriended everyone, added them on Facebook, got their phone numbers, they jump in their car with them, they ask them different weird questions, who knows, you know, they got body cams on them and audio recording devices, who knows who these people are. Double H is trying to set us up. Yeah, and, and so, yeah, I mean, they, the, the, the goal, the, the, the supposed domestic terrorist is the one who's supporting these monuments. But, you know, I look back at that time, Gary, and everyone thought, man, Mitch Landrew is the tip of the spear of all this, he's the one behind all of this, and he, if it wasn't, but look around the whole country, Gary. It's happening across the country. They just t- took down another statue in Dallas this week. I mean, it's it's not some yeah. situation that is uh, organic just to New Orleans. And well, in uh, Charlotte, in Charlottesville, there's a actually a tarpaulin over Andrew Jackson. So all you people that think it can never happen at, at Jackson Square may have another thing coming. But from from my investigation, it's to do with the Southern Poverty Law Center. The ADL, and then the factions like Black Lives Matter, who happen to get an awful lot of press. They get mentioned all the time. They have the police open up the streets for them, mm-hmm. do what they want to do. I can't get on WWL no matter what I try. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look, and we're going to get to that. Yeah, you're right. WGSO allows people to call in. And if anybody else wants to call us, call in right now, 504-556-9696. Come talk to us. we got a wide-open show tonight. Gary, stay on the line, man, because Nathan okay. Nathan's in a really uh, 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 remote area, so I don't know how we're going to get him on the air later. But go ahead, Phil. What you got? Wake up, America! Save freedom of speech. They're going after Kathleen Van Fuel show too. They cut her off at the very end today. All right, look, we'll be right back. Ballon Orleans Radio. Gary, hang on. All right, we're back. Ballon Orleans Radio. Look, our, our phone lines are pretty busy. 
So, Gary, uh, I know you got the JFK show tonight at 8 o'clock on your station. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look, I'm going to give you the floor, and then we're going to go to some of these calls, or you could hold on and, and listen in, and we'll chime in with you through the hour if you want. Um, and we'll take some of these calls, or you could stay on the line, and we'll, you could take some of the calls yourself. Well, well yeah, I'll, I'll hang on you guys until about 10 till. Okay. Well, go, you know what, Gary? Hold up. Let's take a couple of these calls, and then we're going to get back to you, Gary. So uh, right. let's uh, let's go to line. Let's go to Flaming Liberal line number three. Go ahead. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, how's it going? I'd like to say I thank you for the time you have given me. Y'all have been respectful to me. All right, man. I appreciate I that. Re- I'm not, I was not respectful to you because generally people who come from your point of view have banned me, name called me. Uh, now I've been banned from many stations in the past. I can go into details, uh, but that's not the purpose of my call. Uh, I had nothing to do with this program, um, not uh, being broadcast in the future, frankly, but I'll be frank with you. A lot of things that were said I totally disagree with, mm-hmm. I don't like, and frankly, I found some of the things said on this program is despicable, mm-hmm. and, it, and it would not be on my radio station. But, I understand. But nevertheless, if you're ever in Atlanta, I'd love to have a cup of coffee with you. I, I bear no grudge or animosity. Well, uh, it, I, I, and, liberal, listen. We're not going away. Yeah, we're not going away now. Let me, we're just going to be somewhere else. So it's not like we're you know, putting the flame out. Yeah, well, let me respond to that, Flaming Liberal. Listen, we appreciate your calls and your listenership. Um, sorry we didn't work it out where you debated David Duke. Um, I would have loved to. I know, and I know you wanted that. And actually, looking back on the situation, you know, I don't know if it's a political thing or, you know, he's got he's too busy or this and that. I don't know what the situation was, but looking back on it, he agreed originally, and then he kind of, you know, I wouldn't say crawfish, but, you know, he it really didn't see the he didn't really see the point in debating somebody, you know, that was just some radio call in person. And I'm not just just uh, you know disenfranchising you as a as a entity or whatever. It's just that was his response. I'm trying to give you clarity on what happened. We were just the middleman there, and blah blah blah. As far as the content of the show, yes, we've had David Duke on, we've had Bill Fink on. People have uh, questioned that. But listen, we've had Black Panthers on. We've had other entities, uh, Payday Monsanto, an African-American anti-New World Order rapper, to say these are white supremacists or that's something we only promote is incorrect. Okay, number two. Number three, whether it's Flaming Liberals' uh, perspective or David Duke or Bill Finks or the Black Panther or uh, Payday Monsanto's perspective, we allow them to talk on here. If they're not going to curse or they're not going to threaten anyone on the air, as far as I consider it, it's the First Amendment being exercised, and I'm all for it. You know, whether it's controversial or bringing these people on is just a lightning rod for controversy. Maybe it is. We didn't want to cause problems for WGSO. We don't want to cause problems for our family. We feel threatened lately. And, um, you know, we're not cutting and running from a perspective of we've been dealing with this for a while. Unbeknownst to our listeners, we've been dealing with this for months. Okay, this isn't some new transgression. It's just we've come to the point right now at the end of this month, September, financially where, you know, we are going to move it, like Gary said, in a different direction, working with Gary King, who's been working with us for a while, to, to this uh, Internet platform, and we're going to keep our listeners posted. But again, Flame and Liberal, we appreciate you calling in. We appreciate you listening. And, uh, you know, call in later on in the show. You know, we're going to have a wide-open second hour. Our lines are a little bit busy right now, but I have a feeling they're going to be quieter later. So if you want to call in... Call us up a little bit later. We're going to go to a couple more calls. And, again, Flaming Liberal, we appreciate it. And I'm sure Nathan, even though he might not be on the air right now, he might be listening right now in Texas, uh, he appreciates all your uh, call-ins as well. So 
Uh, leave it at that. Uh, let's go to our next uh, caller there. Uh, what do we have there? We have uh, Richie on line one. Go ahead. Yeah, hey, everybody. Hey, Richie. How's it going, man? It's all right. I'm sorry to hear your departure, too. Uh, as the uh, voices are silenced, uh, it doesn't bode well for a, uh, a republic. Uh, so, And I suspect there are things that perhaps you may not want to say on the air uh, right now under your current host, but I hope when you reread them, you may be able to uh, get a little more specific about the details around this mysterious departure from WGSO. I'm not sure we're getting the whole story, but for the future, let's uh, let's let's look at the general uh, state of the union, if you will, or the world for that matter. You know, there the uh, the Antifa on one side, the uh, the alt right on the other side. Uh, there's a lot of blame thrown about white supremacists, uh, KKK, neo Nazis. Uh, if those philosophies uh, are controversial, they may have some things to criticize, but the fact is, whether you're a real Nazi or not, the white race is under attack. And you don't have to be a real Nazi or a Klansman to be aware of that. And uh, basically, the white, the, the white race and the nation is not really aware of that. And there is no white racial consciousness uh, to protect themselves, which is a blatant, systematic, second-class citizenship we're being put into. So I appreciate all of your brave, uh, the braveness you guys have to bring these issues up. And uh, Mr. Bellinger just called in. Now, I don't think the, the left is vociferous or is, uh, is uh, vitriotic as he is, but he represents half of the nation. Uh, as far as the left-right divide. And it appears to me, you guys, and I want all of your opinions on this, the future of this republic is not for long, in my opinion. But you just can't remain in a loveless marriage uh, where the beliefs, the core beliefs that we have, our heritage, our, our religious beliefs, our culture, uh, can be so divided. Uh, let me steal the phrase. Uh, a divided house cannot stand. I'd like your perspectives on that. Well, listen, it's, it, let me, Richie, first off, let me say this. Look, we appreciate everything you helped us with as far as, um, we only have one minute to the break. Yeah, listen, and look, we got one minute to the break, so I want to answer this question here clearly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, thank you for donating. Richie really was the only listener who sent us, uh, you know, financial contributions to keep our show going. Um, and I just, yeah, you're right. And listen, I just got a, a, a text message. We're going to have at 8 o'clock um, Dr. Marksberry, who is the last person in New Orleans, really, the tip of the spear, trying to preserve the monuments, even though the four of them are down. He's still out there last oh, – two weeks ago he had a press conference at PGT Beauregard. So, look, Richie, we're going to get a full answer to your question after the break. Call us up, 504-556-9696, if anyone else wants to call in, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Phil's getting re- uh, pumped up on the music here. Ah! <laughs> All right, listen. Look, we're trying to piece the show together as best we can. We appreciate the listeners. Gary's li- li- laughing back there. Uh, he was rocking out over here in the studio, Gary. But uh, listen, uh, to Richie, who's our, our longtime listener, he's helped us out there with the monuments, along with Phil. 
He's been out there. And what I mean by helping us with the monuments is, you know, it was cool to go out to the monuments the last few months before they came down. But two years ago, there was me, Nathan, a couple other handful of listeners, um, Phil the Patriot, Richie, uh, who would go out to the monuments and clean the monuments because at that time they were – the Antifa or whatever, the uh, Take Them Down NOLA group was uh, defacing these monuments. And just you would see the city would leave this these um, this the, uh, graffiti up there for weeks and weeks and months and months. And we got fed up with it. Yeah. As that wasn't c- by accident. Yeah. That was on purpose. And, yeah. and uh, Gary, uh, us citizens were like, we got to do something about it. We talked to the Monumental Task Force about it, Gary. And they go, um, well, this is good for our case. You know, we're going to we're going to take this to the courts. And, and, and it's good just to leave it up there because. You know, that's, that's just more proof and evidence that they've done wrong. But as we've seen, and I think Richie will agree as he listens to this, because, Richie, you are our friend. We care about you. We get your text messages, your emails, and we're going to miss you from a standpoint of WGSO that he realizes this point right here. There, we're dealing with petitions, and, well, let's, let's hope things work out. Let's take it to the court system and hope that the uh, legal system works, it, it works its way out, you know, and, and things work in our favor. Well, guess what? They're rogue. They're breaking stuff. They're breaking the nose off of the Drew Monument. Well, just this, just today, Gary, they they uh-huh. defaced the Drew Monument. That's a monument near where Jefferson again? Davis won again. Now they they vandalized it. They put some um like a, a, a end capitalism a capital like an anti capitalist message on it. It was like a um poster that. that they wheat paste on there. They've been doing this wheat paste, uh-huh. and it's. So, anyways, yeah, Battle of New Orleans, I'm sorry. No, I mean, Battle of New Orleans radio is just like way ahead as far as the monument issue. I mean, I'm just completely blown away at how how far ahead of the curve. And, and I think you realize being awake, a lot of people find out about things that we've been knowing for five, six years. And uh, I have to hand it to Battle of New Orleans on the monument issue. Y'all were all over it. It was almost like the song. Y'all were doing the monuments when the monuments weren't cool. <laughs> we appreciate that, The deep that, state shadow government, the New World Order, owns the judges. They're all in their back pockets. They control them like they were little robots and, and guinea pigs. Well, I'll say this. Look, with the whether it's Walt Isaacson, Agenda 21, Mitch Landry, whoever you want to blame, or Latoya Cantrell next. We all know she's the hand-picked puppet, the next mayoral candidate who's going to oh, win. Boy. We're three and a half weeks away from that, Gary. So, I mean, look, oh, I mean, look, the situation with the monuments is it, it, in a lot of ways it castrated us. It took a lot of air out of us. I know a lot of people are calling us up and like, well, we're sad. WGS. Look, we did our time. We're not saying and Jeff and, and the production here. Who knows? We might come back to WGSO for now due to finances and the threats and the fact that, uh, you know, the, these uh, entities are very evil. They'll do anything to uh, redeem payback or hush us up. We're either going to go in a different direction. Who knows, though? We might be back on WGSO. We don't know. We haven't been ushered out by them. Um, but as far, back to Rick, Richie's situation, and he'll agree with this, uh, petitions and all that namby-pamby stuff doesn't really work, okay? Because on the other side, they're using Molotov cocktails. They're breaking stuff. They're graffitiing things. They're getting things done. And on top of that, they have the New World Order, the Agenda 21. They have these people in power with money, with the finances to fund the cranes, to fund the NOPD to stand down at Jefferson Davis, to fund the New Orleans Fire Department to help with the uh, situation. And where was that? Where were the three percenters at? Well, what you see going on in St. Louis is coming back to New Orleans. You know, I used to look at cranes as, you know, tools of construction. Now I look at them as tools of destruction. Take them down NOLA. 
There are Black Panthers out there. There are the Antifa people. These these stealth groups. This this uh, the Tulane Student Workers Association communists. These are all stealth domestic terrorists. Well, listen, Wake up, America. Where are you, President Trump? We need you to do something about this. And, These people are coming after you next. And they that, already are. And that's why I sometimes think he's co-opted because he had the executive order to shut this down. He didn't do it. I mean, you know, again, you know, he had the executive order to shut all that down, but he didn't do it. He just keeps throwing his hands up, playing good cop, bad cop. Like, well, uh, you know, this is an attack on freedom, and I, I think that our people are getting fed up. Just like, just like saying with the protests, people are getting fed up. They're just... He, Trump might just be ushering in this police state, the militarized state, you know. But I'm going to get Gary's take on that in a second. We still got a, a couple calls on the line. But, Gary, I just want to let you know that I know we got about 10 minutes left with Gary. At 8 o'clock, we're going to have Dr. Marksbury on. He's a last-minute guest. He's going to come on for about 20 minutes to update us on what's going on. Because a couple weeks ago, they had he, had, he held a press conference at the uh, Beauregard uh, location there at the entrance to City Park. So our listeners need to, you know, on our last second to last episode, we really want to people to realize that 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 monument situation was a microcosm of our city. I mean, now you're seeing it with the sewage and water board. You're seeing it with the, um, you know, the the situation with the crime, the monuments. They're doing everything they can to scare us out of the city. Gary lives in the city. Gary, what's your take on that? And what's your take on Trump being co-opted, possibly? Uh, I did watch his speech at the U.N. It's really just. Dis- see in Netanyahu, uh, Israel is going, yeah, exactly right, because he really said everything that was necessary for the benefit of Israel. I mean, I hate to keep harping on that, but all this stuff about having to go to war and fight ISIS and uh, Hezbollah and Iran being a, um, a threat to us all, I mean, I, I really <laughs> just think that he, maybe he doesn't know, but it really doesn't matter if Either you're evil and you do know, or you're ignorant and you don't know. But the fact is, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's either that he doesn't know and they're using his momentum against him, or to me, I think he is aware. He plays dumb. He does the little smirky faces and the memes and stuff like that. He calls Kim Jong a rocket man. Everybody goes, "Oh, Elton John, that's so funny," and, and you know, it's yeah. a big joke to go to war with these countries that don't have Ra- a Rothschild central banks. And yet, everything that they're doing, I ask people, it's just like, uh, like biblically speaking. It's like, well, what did Jesus do to deserve to be crucified? I'm like, well, what did North Korea do that we haven't done? I mean, they're like, well, didn't you hear they shot a missile over something? Well, we've, I mean, look I at the things we've done. And that, that might be a psyop, too. Gary, you don't believe that, right? I, I do not believe any of this rockets can reach, you know, Japan, China. I really believe that we're just under... A constant military psyop from the moment that we wake up, and it's basically Pentagon radio from the minute you just get up. And hey. it's all about things that aren't real. And okay. they're like, well, Kim, Kim Jong, he can he gets you to miss all the way to Guam. That's not far from us, guys. So you're telling me that they could get that close, but that's as far as they could go. All right. Uh, that's a, I think a lot of that is a big distraction. I think a lot of it is a big distraction. But I'm going to tell you something yeah. that's not a big distraction. Those terrorists, all the groups that I just mentioned, take them down NOLA, Antifa, the Black Panthers, the Tulane Student Communist Workers Association, Terrorist Association, they are establishing more and more safe houses in every city. And they're, they're right. going Who into a big army. And, yeah, It's George Soros and Walter Isaacson, and they're busting them around left and right across the whole 
country of America in a big circle. And as I said before, they're establishing more and more safe houses in every city. This is stealth domestic terrorism that's going on. Hey, Gary, so what's your response to that? I believe he's completely correct. These are just busloads of people that go in. They they need a mob. It was all about the nuisance law. They needed a nuisance, so they bought one. They brought him in. The police allowed it. You were there, Goyim. Mm-hmm. They, they got their side off with the, with WWL, and that's all they needed. Then the next thing you know, you're in a free speech zone next to the energy building, or you're across the street <laughs> at Jefferson Davis Highway. Yeah. And, 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 look, and, and look, Gary's saying there is something we talked off the air about, and I want to clarify to the listeners. After the Liberty Monument came down New Orleans, there was a, a large group of people who were camping out at Jefferson Davis, and that was the next target. And it was a small monument. It was it was easy easy to take down, but they had a problem. They had people camping out there. There were orders. Yeah, and pizzas. I was one of them too. All right, yeah, and Phil was out there. But like, I want to clarify to listeners. So what what Gary's saying is this: they had people there for about a week strong, camped out, smoking, living, eating, waving flags. Arlene Barnum, African-American lady, shows up with a Confederate flag. The media doesn't know what to do with that. Um, and, and so they had a problem. A week or so later, they had this Antifa group storm them on a Monday night when they were kind of low on numbers. And paid protesters. Paid protesters. Paid protesters, like Gary said. But what Gary's trying to get across to the listeners is this, that at the time, the people had control of the monuments. But they needed chaos to break out a fight. Protests, fights, bottles thrown, urine in balloons, whatever the case may be, uh, punches thrown, whatever, so the cops could finally step in and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to put barricades up. But not one person in the city of New Orleans that was a citizen cared about the monuments being taken down at all. So the people that were against the monuments were bust in. Out of state to be there. Yeah, they're none of them. If you look at all their IDs and where they were from, well, Phil, before you say, I know Phil's ready to chime in on this, and we're going to get to Rusty in a little bit. Oh, oh, Rusty hung up. Rusty, call back if you uh, if you want. Let me clarify. Like Gary said, though, after that happened, the cops were able to inf- Im- implement the barricades. They were able to implement twenty four seven, you know, police presence there until the cranes finally showed up and eradicated that monument. So, I mean, the Hegelian dialectic, create the problem, create the solution. That's why the NOPD did stand down. They needed Antifa to do exactly what they did to destabilize those people who were camped out there properly, not breaking any laws, and they destabilized them. But like Gary said, they eventually were ushered across the street to the Entergy building, and they're waving their flags. But at that point, they had been destabilized. They were over there. They were too far away to do anything. The, the, they were pinned up in their free speech zone. Yeah, they had their free speech zone. They had barricades for them over there. And it was sad. I, I even was told those people out there, Gary, I was like, you know, we lost that monument. That monument's done. They got barricades around it. They got full control of it. We're over here. It's good that y'all are still out here and all, but you got castrated the second it happened. Now, it's not that y'all didn't do something right. It's like, what do you do when people are coming at you, attacking you, and the NOPD standing down? But that was intentional. Hegelian dialect to create the problem, create the solution. They created that problem. They let it get out of control. They finally stepped in with the barricades, and they said, "Oh well, we got to do something now." And you know, they could they could create whatever uh, you know agenda they want after that. You know that these are 
uh, symbols of white supremacy, or these are symbols that are creating a lot of hatred. They show some picture in the Time Picayune showing maybe uh, different groups and factions punching each other. Like, wow, these these statues really are causing a lot of chaos. So, Phil, what's your take on that? You know something, brothers and sisters? I'll bet I'm a Saints man, but I'll bet you 60, 70, 80,000 people went to the Superdome the last couple times the Saints played. Passion. Why weren't you people out there with that same passion? Defending our and, nation and, and our future. And, if they can destroy our history, they can destroy well, our future. Well, and Phil, that's a great point. Great point. Yeah. And, Wake up! And, and, I'm ashamed of you, and yeah. I'm a Saints fan myself. Yeah, listen, we got one minute left, Gary. Are you going to be able to hang on for another segment or no? Yeah, I got to get ready for the JFK show. So, so check it out. And it, uh, look, I admire you guys very, very much, and um, I- I'm glad to have come before you guys. And um, I think y'all are flying over the target more than I was, even though I thought it was over the target. All right, Garrett, we appreciate you calling in tonight, man. And uh, we're going to have Dr. Marksbury on at 8 o'clock for our listeners if they want to call in. If anybody wants to call in, 504-556-9696. We're going to try to get Nathan on later as well. We'll be right back. Battle New Orleans Radio. All right, we're back. Battle New Orleans Radio. Look. You know, Richie, Mike, we talked to Richie through the show via text message, and he's listening right now. And it's funny having this camaraderie with the listeners like we do. Look, we got Phil in studio. He's just a listener. He comes in. He helps us with the monuments. He helped us, uh, you know, with the show. He helps us when we, we talk to these people. These are our friends. Richie, Phil, B, who's helped us with the show in the past, Gary King, all these people. We're, we're friends together trying to fight the same scenario. We might not all agree on everything. We not, might not all be eloquent. You know, I'm not a trained DJ or anything. I stutter. Uh, Nathan, same situation. Nathan's great on the radio. You know, to lose Nathan Lawrenson in New Orleans on the radio is a big loss to the, to, to the radio community. Phil's shaking his head right now because he is very well informed, three times more informed than I am. He, um, you know, he's a great he's a great guy. He works hard. He's in Texas right now working hard. He's in a place right now where he doesn't even really have great cell phone um you know, reception. So it's hard for him to call in tonight. But um, I want to touch base with what Phil said. You know, he made a very good point before the break about, um, you know, we get 60,000 people screaming their butt off for the Saints. They camp out and we all fall for that crap. You know, the bread and circus, the football distraction, it's here. They're pumping a lot of propaganda into it. But like Phil said, uh, how how is it we're able to get this many people to show up for these Saints games, and yet no one shows up for the monuments. And I heard somebody say that at Phil at the Jefferson Davis Monument when it was all going down. They said, well, where's all the white-collar people? Well, they're scared to lose their pension, just like us. They're scared to get doxxed. I mean, they're scared to lose their job. Now, we're not going to lose our job. We're insulated from that standpoint. But, you know, these people are very evil. They did it to Nicholas Dean Andrews. They've done it to other people we know who are out there. They they had this these entities and Phil Phil wait Phil before I know Phil's really ready to chomp in on this. Uh, they had entities at the monuments in New Orleans who were playing a double agent game. They were befriending people who were pro monument. They were adding them on Facebook. They were getting their phone numbers. They were acting like they were their friends. They jump in cars with them. They become friends with them supposedly, thinking that these people are on their side. And yet these people are just trying to find out as much information about them putting their guard down, taking pictures of them, finding out who they are, where they work for, who their family is, and they're ultimately on the other side. 
and they're playing a double-edged game. Phil, what's your take? The the evil knows no boundaries. That's what the Bible says about him. The servants of Satan, the lackeys of Lucifer, the evil knows no boundaries. They will say or do anything to hurt you. You know, targeted boycotting is biblical. The Bible says not to eat with your enemy, not to to drink with your enemy, not to have any fellowship with the evil workers of darkness at all. That means don't eat with them. Don't drink with them. Don't trade with them. Don't travel to their houses or their lands. Don't do anything with them because if you eat with them, they might poison you. If you drink with them, they might poison you. If you trade with them, they'll give you something worthless for something that's valuable. So wake up to the truth. And listen, if you mouth off again, we saw that on a national level. Look at Bill Cosby. Look at Mel Gibson. Look at Charlie Sheen. Look at Russell Brand. Look at Michael Jackson. He's dead. Look what he said in uh, – look. listen to the lyrics of they don't really care about us from Michael Jackson. He calls out his handlers and, you know, Scott Stapp of Creed. We talked about all those people on a national level. We look out on a local level for me, Phil, Nathan, and anybody else who stood up for these kind of things or tries to do a radio show like we do, and they come after you because they want to uh, suppress your message or whatever. And it creates a lot of paranoia. They're because, double agents. Uh, exactly. I mean, you don't know who to trust. We leave the studio – we're looking around. It might be somebody walking to a bar, Phil, and we think, like, who the hell was that? They looked at me. I looked at them. Like, are they some kind of undercover? And you start getting paranoid yourself, and you got to take a deep breath and be like, wow, you know? But it just shows you um, the level of uh, censorship, like Richie said, about, you know, this country, this republic, that uh, you're at a point right now where uh, freedom of speech is totally and completely, as long as you're saying the right things, yeah, you're free to speak. But go try to post something on Facebook that doesn't match up. You'll be put in Facebook jail for 30 days or you try to mouth off like we do and you allow different entities to talk from the left, the right, the alt-right, the Black Panthers, the David Dukes. We let them all talk and we're the bad guys for that. So, look, we have Dr. Marksbury coming on around 8 o'clock. He's going to be calling in and, and discussing the uh, latest update on the attempt to bring the uh, Burgar monument back to its uh, home location. But we're going to go right now to a call. Uh, we we only have a little bit of time here. Yeah, let, let's go. We're going to take your call, and if we got to hold on, go ahead. I think we got about two minutes left. Uh, who's that, Renee? Right, Renee. You got about two minutes. You could either call in later, or you could use this two minutes to get your whole message through. Go ahead. Okay. Um, what y'all need to know is Antifa is co intel pro. Um, Luke Radowski of We Are Change went to an Antifa rally where he was videotaping. Well, apparently this cop didn't want his face shown, this fake Antifa person, mm-hmm. and he punched Luke. This is all, at, it's called, the video's called The Government's Manufactured Hate Crisis Confirmed and Exposed. And Luke started uh, tra- following him, and he kept telling, he was passing all these cops, and he said, look, arrest him, arrest him, he hit me, hit me, and none of the cops would do anything. And Luke kept following him and following him till he disappeared behind a police line. Well, listen, Renee, Renee, listen, listen, hold on to after the break, and before we go to Dr. Marksbury, we're going to hear the rest of your comments. I know you have a lot to say, so just hang in there. We want to hear more from you. We'll be right back, Battle of Radio. If anybody else wants to call in, 504 504- Five five six nine six nine six. All right, and that is the seminary villains. 
right there, wishing for rain. That's uh, actually our producer's uh, old band. So we, it's a wide open show. We're just kind of throwing things out there, playing different songs that we usually don't play. And uh, we we appreciate Payday Monsanto for all the bumper music he gave us over the last couple of years. And um, you know, just a great, he's a great artist. You know. Uh, anyways, look, we're gonna go back to Renee really quickly. Then we're gonna get to Doctor Marksbury. But Renee, wrap up any final comments you have because we have to uh, stay on time with uh, Doctor Marksbury. But go ahead. Yes, like I say, it's also called The Truth About Antifa Versus the Far Right. People need to see this. It's, it, we're being set up. I mean, the divide and conquer thing, we have to quit taking the bait and sticking our foot in the trap. Antifa is COINTELPRO. Luke Radowski has proved it with this video. The government's manufactured hate crisis confirmed and exposed. So this whole Antifa thing is fake, which is why George Soros asked to pump money into it, okay? The thing is, um, they're, they're paying those a lot of those people. And so, um, like I said, they're, they're, some of them are cops, and uh, Luke has proven it. And so I think people need to see this so they don't fall for this right-left paradigm thing and we go backwards because we will never ever win as long as we keep falling into the right-left paradigm trap. All right, Renee, we appreciate that. And look, I'll, I'll say this. We are being conditioned for sure. You're seeing the protests every night on TV. We're at the point right now with saturation. They're pro- uh, programming us, socially engineering us to consider this to be normalized, to see people jumping on the hoods of cars and burning stuff and throwing stuff through businesses, windows. This is becoming normal in America now to the point where if you don't put the news on and you don't see that, you think something's wrong. So, I mean, the last couple of years, we're being programmed to accept this kind of behavior as the norm. So, anyways, look, Renee, we appreciate the calls, and we appreciate the continued calls. Again, hopefully you can uh, touch base with us when we do our Internet podcast. And, uh, we, again, next week we're going to be a little bit clearer on exactly what we're going to be doing with our next forum for the radio show, Battle of New Orleans Radio. But without further ado... This being our second-to-last episode on WGSO, we wanted to get Dr. Marksbury on the air. We were able to contact him last minute, so we're hoping to get maybe 15 minutes of him kind of updating our listeners on what's been going on because he is still fighting for the monuments, even though they are uh, right now temporarily being detained somewhere in an undisclosed location. So without further ado, Dr. Marksbury, you're on the air, and um, appreciate you coming on on such short notice and uh, although Nathan's not here tonight, I know he appreciates you coming on. So can you give our listeners a little bit of an update of what happened a couple weeks ago at the Beauregard location? Sure, I'd be happy to do that. Thanks for asking me to come on. Um, the, the, one, the one monument that there are a lot of people working on is the Beauregard Monument. Um, what we had two weeks ago was a press conference announcing that we have a lawsuit ready to go. But at the same time released to the press, they didn't do such a good job of, of releasing it to the public, uh, a fair amount of documentation as to what happened uh, with regard to City Park giving up the Ball Guard Monument. Mm-hmm. So we put in a chronology, and it was trying to use that as a way to raise public awareness so people would realize that, in this particular instance, City Park failed to protect the monument and let it go. They set a dangerous precedent. And we were asking that listeners, readers, whatever, would contact City Park, ask them to do the right thing, and demand that the city give it back. 
we decided to contact Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser's office as well and ask him to do the same thing because he has some oversight over City Park. And so the plan was and is, you know, for there to be some public outcry. And there, there's been thousands of phone calls, and I know there's thousands of phone calls made to City Park and the Lieutenant Governor, and more need to be made uh, because if they don't do that, then we'll, we'll go on and file of our lawsuit against City Park. The most, the most uh, telling thing, which, you know, I've, I've got, I think, about every document there is on Beauregard and the city and City Park and everything, but when I was putting stuff together, the night before the press conference, I came across an email that this gentleman by the name of Bob Becker, who is the CEO of City Park, wrote to the um, chief of staff of Mayor Landrieu's office. And uh, this was before Landrieu ever went to the city council. Uh, he went in July. This was in June. So in June, people knew behind the scenes that he was planning on doing this because it seems that he had different options. One was to ask the Tricentennial Commission to do something about the monuments. Another one was, you know, to go to City Council. He had a few options. So the CEO of City Park writes to the the uh, chief of staff of Landrieu and says, I know this is going, and this is almost a direct quote, please let us know what the mayor wants us to do. Hmm. That's the CEO of City Park before Landrieu ever said anything. Wow. So they gave up the monument before anything ever was proposed. And the only reason, you know, they backed away from that was at the last minute because, you know, we released public information that they owned it. Hmm. Um, so where are we are right now? Well, the same kind of thing, which is that uh, City Park has been asking nicely for the mayor to return the monument to City Park, and then City Park would give its custodial rights to Greenwood Cemetery. So you put it in the cemetery where... You know, the mayor's perfectly says he was fine with contextualizing it. Everybody wins, but the city just won't release it. So you've got these two loggerheads. The city won't release it, and the city park board, which is about 33 people who are most of them political appointees, aren't willing to go after the city and sue the city. So they're just at a stalemate. And so what it's going to take is somebody from the outside, which I guess will be, you know, the group I'm associated with, to file a lawsuit. Uh, it's unfortunate, but that's probably what's going to happen. Wow. And, and you know, our listeners, you know, at this point, I, I wouldn't say fatigue set in, but maybe that is the right term. You know, we're, we're a few months removed from that whole situation. You know, the height of that around May, I think May 9th or 10th, Jefferson Davis went Hello? down, oh. and things started uh, snowballing from there. A couple weeks later, you know, we had Beauregard and, and Lee came down. So at this point, and, and like we were saying, with the football distraction now, People don't really know what's going on, if there's any recourse. and But there is, Dr. Marksbury is still fighting, unbeknownst to a lot of people, to re- return these monuments, specifically the Burgard Monument, you know, at a time when a lot of people have just thrown their hands up and said, we've lost. So uh, kudos to you, Dr. Marksbury, for continuing to fight. I mean, I, I'm sure you've heard that, you know, we're, we are going to be shutting our show down after um, next week. You know, due to similar threats and, um, you know, different scenarios, and we're going in a different direction, an Internet platform with the show. So we appreciate WGSO, and we appreciate you always coming on our show and, and uh, filling our listeners in on, on what's going on with the monuments. But I think, and Phil can agree with this, he's in studio right now, Phil the Patriot. He was at the monuments often. Um, you know, it's just a, it was a weird situation. They had a lot of infiltrators. They had a lot of people being doxxed out there. Now we've we the monuments are gone now, and uh, I'm sure you've experienced maybe some 
possible threats or doxing and whatnot or whatever, and we're not asking you to tell us. But my point is, you know, uh, the situation has led to, uh, you know, right now we're we're right now people are fatigued. You know, people are fatigued on it. They cared about it. They're seeing it happen across the nation now. And for people to think that this was organic just in New Orleans, I mean, they got to be kidding themselves, right? I mean, it's just, it was it's happening across the country now, and it's happening at a rapid pace, almost like a football blitz. And um, it's it's people really are frustrated because there's not much they can do. They have to go to work, they have families to raise, this and that. And if if nothing else, they're scared to get to stand up because then they'll be documented or doxed to the point where they lose their job or their credibility in society. And that's what they do to people. So we appreciate everything you've done for the city, for our show calling up, for going out there, putting your face on the camera, saying, I'm standing up for this. Because a lot of other people were not willing to do that when you were. So even though, and that same could be said to you, Phil the Patriot, and a lot of the other listeners who came out to the monuments, even though maybe as of now we've lost some of these fronts, you can at least uh, lay your head down at night knowing that at least you fought. You know, so... I mean, you know, that that's something I wanted to say, and, and we're not going to take too much of Dr. Marksbury's time, but if there's anything else you want to say, Dr. Marksbury, we got about five minutes before the okay. break. But, again, we wanted to get you on before our show was discontinued on the WGSO platform to clarify anything else. So continue on. All right, I will. So, first of all, thanks to WGSO. It was a good station. They, they give an opportunity to present another side, and that was important. So I'm... I'm sorry you're going, but it sounds like you've got some plans, so that's good. <clears throat> One of the ways that you know people with different beliefs beat other people is to wear them down. Mm-hmm. And that's why the other side wins so much. They just wear them down because people aren't willing to go up. The, the, unfortunately, you know, one side seems to wear down you know, more than the other. Um, we've got these monuments, these statues somewhere. Nobody really knows where exactly. Um, they were supposed to have been put up for auction in June. It is now almost October. Nothing's happened. Um, they will be disposed of. I can almost assure people, I can't guarantee it, but I almost assure people that Mayor Landrieu will not stick the next mayor with this issue. Because mm-hmm. anybody who gets elected mayor is going to go to him and say, hey, look, you know, do what you need to do, but do not stick me with these things. Mm-hmm. So that that's out there. Beauregard... Nothing's ever 100%, but I think we have enough evidence that it's 90, 90% certain that City Park owns the land Guard was on and owns the monument. Hmm. Um, getting it back, getting a Guard back would be, a, no pun intended, monumental. Hmm. It would be the first example in the country when something's been taken by the city that you know people got it back because there was a mistake. Uh, it won't go back in City Park because City Park, you know, because of all the trouble they would have. But it's perfectly fine and honorable to put that monument, build a mound, and put it in the cemetery where it will be highly visible. That's perfectly good. So even though people are fatigued, if people would call your listeners tonight, and you can say this in your last show next week, if they would call City Park and leave a message that, you know, the City Park Board needs to do the right thing, and that's demand and get back the ball guard statue from the city. Just that simple phone call for 30 seconds, no one's that fatigued. That would go a long way because City Park would begin to realize, you know, they've got a problem. City Park Improvement Association Board is a 5013C organization. They're a nonprofit state sanctified organization. They have an obligation to the taxpayers of this state. And they gave up an asset worth over a million dollars. Just said, here, city, take it. They can't do that. 
And if there was pressure from the public, I think they would do the right thing. So that's what I would ask is whenever you can push that later tonight, next week, to do that, because if City Park does the right thing, I think they'll prevail and they'll get the monument back. All right, Dr. Marshall, look, we got about a minute left to the break. We could either hold you on to the next segment, or if that's all that you have to say on the subject, that's fine, and we'll maybe talk to you possibly even next week, and we'll reiterate that information that uh, the public needs to put some pressure on City Park to uh, return this monument. And uh, But again, Ms., um, Dr. Marshall, we appreciate you calling in tonight on, on short notice, and it was a short call-in, but we do appreciate that information. It was right to the point. And we're going to be taking more calls. But, again, Dr. Marshall, thank you. Have a great night. Yes, and uh, thanks for the information. Thanks for all the time that you spent for this uh, cause and for calling into our show and letting our listeners know what's going on. You got it. All right. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you later. And we'll be right back. Battle of New Orleans Radio. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade. That's what we were told. Most Americans never believed Lee Oswald was the lone gunman. For excellent reasons. In fact, there were at least six shooters who fired from eight to ten shots or more who are identified here. We have finally the solution to the greatest murder mystery in history, laid out for the world to see proof after proof after proof. Photos were faked, the body was changed, x-rays were altered, the home movies were fixed, Fifteen experts contribute to a 529-page book with 1,037 photos and diagrams in black and white and color. Hi, this is Gary King. If you'd like JFK, who, how, and why, and would like to support the new JFK show, then go to PatriotRadioBooks.com. That's PatriotRadioBooks. All right, that's uh, a little bit of Beatles there. Some bumper music requested by one of our longtime listeners, Richie. You know, Richie's been texting me through the show. He, he wanted me to ask Dr. Marksbury, um, you know, if, 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 say, they were to put the Burgar Monument back up, um, you know, would it be guarded for 24 hours a day, seven, seven days a week? And how will we avoid this kind of stuff from happening again and again? That's a good question because you don't know. I mean, we just saw today the Drew Monument was vandalized. And I, when I say vandalized, they put a poster, an anti-capitalism poster on the uh, monument the base of the monument, they wheat paste. What they're doing with these posters is they're putting this wheat paste on Phil the Patriot. They're putting this, it's hard to get off. It sticks, the sun hits it, it stays on there. And it's like a quick way for Antifa to get their message across, you know, to, for this, like Beatles say, a revolution, but an Antifa-based Green Party revolution. So look, without any further ado, uh, let's go back to the lines. And if anybody else wants to call in, we're pretty much doing a wide open show from now till nine o'clock. Nathan's not here. He might be calling in later. Again, we appreciate Dr. Marksbury calling in on such short notice in such a short segment. But that gives us some clarification right now. They have the proof there, evidence that the, the city park owns that property. And if, if a little bit of pressure was put, if people get off their high knees and call up and put pressure, but that fatigue set in, Phil, to where people are like, well, it's done with. The New World Order's got us. The monuments are gone. The globalists, the Rothschilds, yeah, whoever you want to call Yeah, but I bet you they're ready to go to the Saints games, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, what, you know, if you let them destroy the rest of our history, you have no future, you Saints fans. And I love the Saints. And, and look, I, I get that. You know, the Saints, is a, the football provides a numbing feeling, a safe, comfortable, numbing uh, scenario compared to, say, doing drugs or drinking too much alcohol. Maybe people drink a lot of alcohol at the games. Who knows? But what I'm saying is football and the distraction, the bread and circus that we talk about on the show a lot, the sports 
schedule, the calendar that they use. Now they're implementing this propaganda into the football games with all the divide and conquer, like Renee says. Um, you know, they, they, they're, I've seen videos, YouTube videos lately showing people sitting down at the games and people are getting mad in the stands with each other. We predicted that on the show, guys, that this was going to go into the seats. This was going to go uh, more widespread between just players beyond Kaepernick. But anyways, look, let's go to the lines. we got Big J Uptown. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, first, I want to say uh, hats off to Dr. Mark Sperry because he's definitely done yeoman's work and um, and, and keeping this uh, issue first and foremost in, in a, you know, in the public sphere and fighting for certainly Beauregard. Uh, hats off to him and, and, and the work that he's been able to do. Yep. I, uh, I want to say that on... You know, with regards to where, first off, I'll tell you, I was at all of the demonstrations. I was at every monument. I was at city council meetings. You name it, I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I saw it from, you know, from, from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was completely a fabricate. Now, we didn't know this at the time. You know, nobody was able to kind of ascertain it ultimately became clear as the weeks kind of went on that this was, that it appeared to be kind of staged, right? Uh-huh. So I'll take this, you know, to, let me, let me kind of jump, you know, a little bit to Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Uh, effectively, what happened in Charlottesville, and I'm, I'm referring to the car accident where the girl was hit and killed and all that bullshit. Hell yeah, yeah. Oh. And... Well, you can't. And, no, no cursing on the air. We had to uh, bleep that out. So watch out what you say on the air. Oh, okay, my, my bad. Yep. Well, that whole event was completely staged, right? Mm-hmm. For anybody, according, according to a lot of people, they do. Yep, they do believe for, it was a false flag. Anybody false looking fly. at that, anybody looking at that remotely objectively, that was a completely fabricated, staged car accident by a speeding Nazi quote-unquote, and all the way up to the CNN interview with that Brandon Gilmore. I mean, every element of that entire event was completely fabricated and staged. And here's my point, is that this entire debacle, and I don't, by the way, let me just say first and foremost, I don't mean to take anything whatsoever away from the fight that we incurred here in New Orleans to keep our Confederate monuments. But what Charlottesville proved was that the whole thing is a complete charade, and it's effectively not, although the monuments are a major thing, and it is about the monuments, certainly to us, to the bigger picture, it's not about the monuments. Mm -hmm. That's just a double-edged sword for them. Yeah, they're able to take take away monuments to the Confederacy, and further diminish any any relevancy of the white male. But 
All right, we're they back, Bal. Phil's rocking out in the studio. Bigger picture yep. agenda. <laughs> Phil, you can sing, sing some white things. Go ahead. Play Alice Cooper Poison for me. All right, well, Big Jay, listen, Phil Mitter, stay on the line because we want to get right back to you. He wants to hear poison. We're going to play that many callers online right now. If anybody else wants to call in, 504 Okay, fine. We're going to play that tonight, man. We're going to play Holy Diver or Rainbow in the Dark later for you. Okay, so hang in. Yeah, go ahead, Big J. Keep on going, man. What else you got? So, okay, so here's just a thought. We have we have a mayoral election coming up. We've got a couple of guys in the running. Uh, Spurlock, I think, is a, is a Confederate monument supporter. Mm-hmm. And of, of the other potential mayoral candidates, I'm thinking really the only viable candidate that, that would consider putting up a couple of, of the monuments might be Bagnaris. Mm. But here's, here's where I'm going with this. And we'll put this out in future shows, if if not, you know. If we got we got right. one episode left, but yeah, you can call back next week. Go ahead. Yeah. So let's get seventy to a hundred people to put up a thousand dollars for the next mayor's reelection campaign. If that mayor agrees to, in his first to when elected, to put the to put the monuments back, specifically Beauregard and Lake. Now. I say future, you know, re-election campaign because, you know, it would be a, you know, a, a quid pro quo. They would have actually have to fulfill the agreement, so to speak, before they got the bundle of money. But, if, you know, if we could get 10, you know, uh, $1,000 put up of 70 people, 80 people, 90 people, you're, t- you're looking at eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000 to a re-election campaign. I don't know what mayoral... A uh, potential candidate wouldn't look at that. Can you know seriously look at that? Well, listen, we we've had Skurlock on the on our show before. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. we 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 we've questioned we've questioned the big picture stuff uh, to him and some of the other. Look, Latoya Cantrell to us is the handpicked puppet. Okay, she is the chosen yeah. one, chosen by Walt Isaacson, the master planner of the city. This might be yeah. another reason why we've gotten a lot of uh, heat from the. Entities that want our show canceled because we've called out Walt Isaacson and his uh, underbelly uh, power over the city. He's ex ex head of CNN, trilateral commissioner, yeah, New New World World Order agenda pusher. Um, You know, he's trilateral commission. He's the head of the Aspen Institute. And look at this big big J. I mean, Aspen Institute. Look at the connections here. Latoya Cantrell's a member. Uh, Isaacson's the head of the Aspen Institute. Mitch Landrew was at the Aspen Institute August 5th when that whole flooding scenario. We we flooded. Exactly. So you want to talk about the city. We need the average citizen in New Orleans to start calling out Walt, calling out the Aspen Institute, calling out Agenda 21, seeing that we're going towards this direction where, I mean, my friends who we talked about with this off the air and on, we, we said, listen, they're trying to push people out of the city. They did this in Detroit. No question. They let the, yeah, no they, question about it. They let, they let the property tax get out of control. They let the crime get out of control. They scare the middle class whites and blacks it's, out it's, of the city. It's, it's a total petri dish for uh, for Isaacson and Soros. Exactly. New Orleans is, 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 is a complete 
and and it all as as you are well aware it all started here with the confederate monuments the whole and they've all quoted new orleans as being the initiator of that movement which was of course all a huge false facade mm-hmm. to to input their program their ultimate agenda well what i what what i found interesting about that was although i heard a lot of whites and blacks say they were against the i mean they were maybe for the monuments being taken down i asked them as taxpayers i said well even if you are for the monuments being taken down aren't you against the lie mitch propagated on you taxpayers in orleans Parish saying hey look we're not going to use taxpayer dollars to do this well that was a sham nopd was out there 24 7 at jefferson davis that's taxpayer dollars overtime money uh, insane money. Yeah, insane New Orleans, money. insane money. New Orleans Fire Department, Trident Group to infiltrate these uh, entities. Yep. All that was paid for with taxpayer dollars. So even if you are no for question. the monuments being taken down, guess what? You paid are for you, it. Yeah. You know, nickel and dimed it. You know. And of course, they they either don't know about that, or they don't they, they don't really want to be reminded of that. Obviously. Yeah, I but, mean, you know. But, but but let's 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 be clear. The average man, woman, and child in New Orleans three years ago had no problem with these monuments, black, white, and, and every other color under the rainbow, and didn't have all the way up until well into the whole issue. And that's why they never put it to a vote. That's why they never, ever considered putting it to a vote. And the, I mean, you've got multiple informal polls all pointing to 65, 75% of the populace of the electorate had had either said that it is not an issue that they felt that was of imminent importance or they felt that they shouldn't be taken, that they should stay. And look, and look, we just got a text message from a couple of our listeners. They, they're, uh, you know, about the show and we're taking calls still. Eddie on the 18-wheeler, man, we appreciate you. Big J, we appreciate you calling in, All man. Right, and listen, look, look, I'm not, cut, I'm not cutting you off here. We appreciate you coming out to the monuments. We were out there, too. We were out there cleaning monuments two years ago in the still right of the on. night, like Whitesnake says. We're going to play your Dio <laughs> song later. And uh, look, again, it. listen, dude, we're just regular people. I was a regular listener who came in the studio to help okay. Nathan out with the show. And, uh, you know, we, yeah, man, we just, we were regular listeners, just like you, you're, you're energized by the content of the show. You know, we had a lot of people, but there's not that many, look, the resistance is limited. Big J, you saw it at the monuments. How many people were really out there? And it was a quagmire, a motley crew, if you will, of people who came out there. A lot of them, you know, go ahead. And, 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 well, and I'm glad you brought that up because I want to say, you're right. It, it was a ragtag group of this, that, a little motley crew, and it wasn't the the, the width and breadth of New Orleans. Yeah, it wasn't the white collar group out there. That's and, and that's yeah, exactly. They were scared to lose and, their jobs, their pensions. No, right, and and right, and 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 a lot of people, you know, have been hypocritical or, or critical of that, and, and and I understand why people, by and large, didn't come out. Um, be, and this is before the term doxing even be, you know, was a common term now, in, mm-hmm. I guess, in New Orleans, yep. by the way. And, uh, and, and by, you know, and so, it, 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 anyway, the point is, is you really can't blame people to, I mean, you do and you don't. You're like, you want to blame people, but you kind of can't because, you know, who, who wants to get tied up in this mess? Yeah, you're Let's right. Be honest. Yep. Who really wants to get tied up in this mess? None mm-hmm. of us do. Yeah, you're I right. None of us do. 
And, and, and listen, it's one of those situations where if you go out there, you leave your family behind, you get doxxed, you you yeah. put yourself in harm's way. People are driving by shooting paintball guns. You, you get lose, shot. You, you lose your job. Yeah, I mean they're throwing they're yeah. throwing urine on people out there. They're throwing beer bottles. The NOPD's looking the other way. They need that chaos. So I mean, you know, we saw that. So Big J, we appreciate you calling Thank in, man. Guys. We got a couple Thank more. You guys. Call in your work. Yeah, call in next week, man. It's our last show on WGSO. So tune in, call in, and and give us and give us your contact information. We'll stay in touch with you on the outside. And, uh, you know, maybe grab a beer or something like that and see where we go from there. But, uh, look, appreciate the call, and we're going to play you some deal later. We're going to go – we're going to go – we got Flaming Liberal back. We're going to go right back to you, Flaming Liberal. We said we wanted you to call back, so there we go. And I think that's what our um, relationship has been, although you don't agree with our content and maybe we don't agree with everything you say. Is a respect there, uh, First Amendment respect there, back and forth. And on behalf of Nathan, who's not here, the main host – you know, we're trying to hold the show down, myself and Phil, and uh, we want to throw it back to you one last time. We also, you know, hope you call in next week as well. But go ahead, Flame and Liberal. You got it for about two more minutes. Go ahead. Okay. Well, look, I've been banned from many stations for no legitimate reasons. Now, I'd like to have a calm, polite conversation with Philip the Patriot. Um, you said on this program some months ago that you uh, supported David Duke. You said, hi, David, it's me, Philip, and I'd vote for you. Now, Philip, you profess to be a Christian. And I'm not a perfect Christian myself. And I'm a first deacon in the Christian ministry. You're no Christian. And you oh, demonize oh, hold David up, Phil. Wait, hold up, Phil. Me. I like, I like, hold you up, Phil. You got to talk, Philip, okay? Now, Philip, your support of David Duke, that's clearly on the record. There's no big, bigger Jew, Jewish <laughs> hater in this country than David Duke. The Christian Bible, which you profess to believe in as a Christian, states, God told Abraham, the father of the Jews, uh, anyone who blesses, uh, he will bless anyone who blesses the Jewish people. He will curse anyone who curses the Jewish people. The Bible is replete with references to God's love for Israel. And I would like to know as a Christian, and by the way, Jesus was born a Jew and he died a Jew. I would like to know if you're a Christian, how could you possibly support the biggest Jew hater in the United States of America, David Duke David Duke conscience. does not All hate right, Phil, all go Jews. Ahead. Go ahead and respond. David now. Duke does not hate all Jews, just like he does not hate all Christians. He's against thuggery of all forms. Your evil knows no boundaries. You are a radio propaganda terrorist. You are much more threat uh, to the United States of America than David Duke ever was because David Duke does not hate all Christians. He does not hate all Buddhists. He does not hate all Jews. You are a liar and you will say anything because that's why I call you the blaming liberal. You're now a radio respond? propaganda terrorist. Wait, oh, okay, are. well, Flaming Liberal wants to respond. Go ahead. David Duke on his website blamed the 9-11 attack on the state of Israel. That is totally irrational. There is no evidence of that. The only motivation for David Duke is to attack Israel and the Jewish people for a horrendous act of terrorism they never committed and had nothing to do with. David Duke said that Jewish people didn't go to work uh, in 9/11 on 9/11 and the World Trade Centers. I know someone who had a business there, and it was a Jewish gentleman. He had Jewish workers. Now he didn't go to work that day, but many of his employees died, and he was he is Jewish. David Duke has constantly lied and expressed his hatred for Jewish people. All you, you have is lies and slander. Right. That's all you have is I, lies and well, slander. Wait, wait, hold up. Well, look, listen, when we got Tony and Metri on line, and we only got about maybe, we got a little bit left in this segment, then one last segment. 
So, Flaming Liberal, again, we appreciate you calling in. Call in Can next I make one week. One statement. Go ahead, really quick. Okay. And I know Philip's going to deny this, but as God is my witness, I will swear on the Bible. On the T. Ben Boudreaux show, Philip said that abortions were okay if a black woman had an abortion. That's a lie. That uh, all is life true. is precious. Well, all life lied. is precious, and you're you lying. lying. One at a time, one at a time. You are not a Duke supporter. You're a liar. All right, well, look, we're coming to all a break. All babies have value, all right, black or white or whatever. All right, Phil says it on a record that all, all, all life matters. That's All right. life matters. All life matters. And, you know, Dr. Duke has been on our show before, and people called him and said, why'd y'all call him doctor? I mean, look, he's got a PhD. I'm not here to judge one way or another. You go look it up. We're not here to, we're not judge a jury, but we'll be right back, Ballard, New Orleans Radio. All right, Ballard, New Orleans Radio. This is the last segment of the night. You know, I appreciate uh, Phil sitting in for Nathan trying to piece this show together last minute uh, because you know again we we're kind of on the fly tonight well myself and nathan will be in studio next week for our final episode uh with wgso and again we thank wgso and balanor you know uh jeff career and everyone else who supported balanor's radio richie and phil in particular just our, our longtime listeners and friends and flaming liberal and everyone else who's called in uh we're going to go to tony and metary in a little bit but uh First, look, I want to say something about what Flaming Liberal said about David Duke and whatnot. Look, I don't think any – this is my take on it. No no group or entity in in human society is up – is not up for judgment, you know, whether it be black people, Asians, white people from Europe, and that goes for Jewish people. So, I mean, I don't think that any one group is chosen or not up for doing evil because there are evil entities in every group, and there's good people in every group, and we're not there to judge one way or another, not me, not you – that's my take on it. Uh, I just don't think that they're not, they're not, they're they're chosen, guaranteed that they're they're they got a spot in heaven that they no matter what they can do because they're jo- Jewish chosen people that they're, they're there's evil factions in every group. That's my take on it. Flaming liberal has his take on it. Phil may have a different viewpoint on it, and it is what it is. So look, that's my viewpoint on it. Nathan kind of agrees with me on that, and I know Phil somewhat agrees with me on that. And at flaming liberal, we appreciate your call in. Phil, any final comments you want to say to Phil's a flaming liberals calling yes, about Yes, I you? do. That was a lie from the pit of hell. I've been in front of abortion clinics thousands of times, and I was there trying to protect all life, black and white. I never, ever said it was okay to kill black babies, and I never, ever said abortion was okay, period. That's, uh, that, was, that was character assassination and slander, and that's all they have. That's all the blaming liberals have is to attack your, to try to assassinate your character because I do believe that all life matters, black, White, Hispanic, whatever race you are, we must protect all life because black life matters, white life matters, all life matters. So wake up, blaming fibril, and stop with your character assassination and get out of the worldwide church of Satan before you go to hell. And look, we got a new listener, Eddie in the 18-wheeler, man. We appreciate you uh, updating us online and, and texting us through the show. And I, that's what the show's all about, the interaction with the listeners uh, you know, we're live. It's cool coming into a studio. You know, this is the old school setup. You know, we, we're, we're going to be moving towards the Internet platform. And uh, anybody who wants to check out some of our previous shows with all of our controversial guests, as Flaming Liberal might say, you know, and, and you want to hear more from Flaming Liberal, he's called in multiple times. Go to our Battle of NOLA uh, YouTube page and subscribe to that. We have years and years worth of episodes saved up on there that you guys can listen to for hours and hours. And, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff relates to what's happening now. But without any further ado, let's go to Tony and Metairie, a longtime caller listener. 
Go ahead, Tony. You're on the air. Hi. Who I got on here now? You got Goyam and Phil the Patriot. Hey, Goyam, I Phil. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm listening to a lot of this stuff, and especially about the monuments, and I had sent Nathan a ton of information and stuff. One of the things that I hear is most people don't even realize that the monument, basically, the, the principle by which Mitch Landrieu got the monument down was by using the city zoning board to call them a nuisance. Hmm. That's actually in the record. Nobody challenged him on that. He stood his ground on it. Every, while everybody else was fighting him in other ways, the record states that he took the statues down by calling them a nuisance. Now, the problem is, is that since nobody challenged him, nobody defeated him on that, he basically lied. Because if you look up the definition of nuisance, the statues were not being a nuisance. Now, if you want to really talk about something that qualifies as a nuisance by definition and legal term and definition of the word terror, it would be the red light cameras, the traffic cameras, and the radar cameras. They are a public nuisance. Good and point, many Tony. Cities, cities have taken these things down based on it. Actually, Jefferson Parishes is down mostly because they were a nuisance to the people and they were corrupt. They were they were they were they were underhandedly splitting the money under the table. Yeah. Well, Tony, let me say something really quick about that. Number one, we know that this is a a, a company based in Arizona that thirty percent of the company is owned by Goldman Sachs, an offshore international banking cartel. Uh, and they have they put these cars out around New Orleans. They slap a fleur de lis on the side of the car. They think it's some local crap. You know the city gets a little kickback. But like you said, it is a nuisance. Jefferson Parish took care of it. It's out of control in Orleans. It's I don't out see of control it. all over the United States. Oh yeah, it, I, I agree. Now let me say one last thing about that. Why? And let me ask you a question. Why aren't the Latoya Cantrells and the Skurlocks jumping on this and running with it? You know, Latoya's gone back and forth. We know she's the chosen one for Walt Isaacson, okay, the next mayor got- of the city. But why aren't they jumping on this and riding with it and, and, and satisfying the needs of the of people? But Well, because the people, most of the people in New Orleans are uh, actually have chronic ignorance and terminal stupidity. This is the problem, mm-hmm. and that they don't understand. All, of, all the main characters that are going to run for mayor and public officials are, are running on the basis, if you look in the back, St. Nathan, all this stuff, even this guy, Troy Carter, they're not, what's his name, Troy? Is it Troy Carter? Henry. Troy Henry. Troy Henry is right. He's all, they all come out of this sustainable agenda. Mm-hmm. Sustainable development, Agenda 21, a uh, resilient city. Mitch, yep. Mitch, is, Mitch favors, praises, and wants to bring in all of what the Pope's agenda is, too. And this is how they're circumventing the U.S. government by getting the U.N. to fund these endowments and, and whatever, charities and things and NGOs, and they're bringing this stuff in, and the public doesn't understand that because what you create is this fake crony capitalism subsidized. So you're giving people jobs, but they're not real capitalism jobs. Well, Tony, look, look, we're coming to the end of the show, man. The show went really quickly. We appreciate your call. The NGO Tony mentions, that's a non-governmental organization He's correct. They got it on the local level. Agenda 21, look it up. Walt Isaacson runs New Orleans, not Mitch. Mitch works for Walt. It's very clear. Uh, Phil, any final things you have to say, man? Yes. Wake up, America, before it's too late. They're turning us against each other. They're trying to make our country into a new world order. They want Kaepernick to replace Drew Brees. Exactly right. Exactly right. They, They want to destroy all trust. And get us to kill each other. They want us to eat each other, like the Joker said in Batman. Look up the Kalargi plan, the relocation 
of uh, entities into Europe and North America. Look it up. Look up Agenda 21. We'll be back next week with our final episode on WGSO, our final episode. Nathan will be in studio. We'll be back next week for one more time. Signing off, Battle of Radio. Look up. Today, there's no telling where your business might take you or how quickly you'll have to react to market demands. Whether you need postcards designed, printed, and mailed quickly, a high-quality brochure, or training materials, Sir Speedy's got you covered. 